You are now listening to Get Your Ash with Cornelius and McGee. Get Your Ash. That's Cornelius. I am McGee. And we always start in the same place. The question is, what are we smoking today? But we haven't really decided yet. Haven't quite decided. We got a we got a task at hand. Yeah. So today's podcast is different because I got a, a big road trip. I'm getting ready for. So I brought in my big Zycar travel humidor so that Neil can make sure everything's you know squared away, right, and mm-hmm. packed up, right, and full, and all that. Since you're going to help me do that and answer some questions I have, you might as well pick some cigars out of here for us to smoke while we're on the podcast. Um, You'll recognize most of these, obviously. There's a lot more under it. So this is a big plastic travel humidor. It's like the 50 pack. But when you take the little foam shelves out, you can get a lot more than 50 in. Oh, yeah. And so as we reveal layers, we're finding more and more good cigars here. And then I have some boxes at the bottom. It might be time to take them out of the boxes to make more room, you know, and and Mm -hmm. put them in. Um, So the question is, what would you like to smoke? You're seeing stuff. What's catching your eye? We can have Uh, anything. There's no limitations here. This, this, what you just picked up, is a box of Placencia Almo de Fuego. And it's, uh-huh. they come in three different sizes. I, uh-huh. It's a it's a Placencia cigar I've never tried. I've wanted to for a while. Mm-hmm. And what I, f- I found it in Miami, um, what they did is they did a, a little sampler box with all three sizes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be a good one. This would be, it's, I, I've wanted to try this. This is a good good time to do so. I think so. Uh-oh. Um, I just read something about Placencia cigars. Let me open this box and we'll go from there. What do you uh, mean by about their cigars? Well, I just read something about um, that they're putting a radio chip in there or something. Oh, what? Into their tag, maybe? Um, to prevent counterfeit? Is, does Placencia have a lot of counterfeit problems? I don't think so. Um, I probably should have. Placencia marries technology and smoking. So this is a cool little box. It's really attractive. Mm-hmm. Black and red, Placencia, Alma del Fuego. And when you open it up, you see it has the three oh, yeah. sizes, right? So um, it comes in, the the three sizes it comes in, comes in the, the Flama, the Flama mm-hmm. which is a six and a half by 38. That's probably right down my, that's probably perfect for me because I like a, 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 a small gauge cigar. So I'm going to try that one. And then there's the Candente. Or the Concepcion. The Candente is a 5 by 50 and mm-hmm. the Concepcion is a 6 by 54 You want the bigger one? Either. Yeah. I'm good with either one. Here, try that. Awesome. Thank you. There you go. That's cool. It comes in. Yeah. Oh, it's cool they do this box with all three sizes of yeah. the same cigar. Wooden, wooden box. So, nice. Oh, yeah. It's a nice box. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, yeah, they don't really skimp on their packaging. No. They, 
you know those remember those big those big cigar boxes they have uh with the with the big nice ashtrays. The ashtray on they top, were yeah. sending for years. Yeah. You know, they've always done good on the packaging. Well, it it turns out as we as we talk about not skimping on how they approach, you know, uh, doing their cigars, I did read something on that. And what it is is Placencia is now putting a chip on their ban. Now, what that'll do is it will allow you when you tap the chip on your phone, it'll tell you everything about the cigar. Holy shit. By everything you mean, when it was rolled, when it was shipped, also the percentage it's sitting at humidor humidity wise and stuff like that? Or just the info, the background info. The Alma Fuente Sixto Hexagon Colorado Claro with the Legacy Secure Smart Chip will begin shipping in June. So it hasn't chipped it hasn't started being in circulation yet. Um the technology allows users to tap their phone against the chip to access information and photos of the cigar, including the blend and testing notes. Wow. User can also rate the cigar through the technology application is needed to use the... Oh, so there's an app that's needed. That's so cool. Yeah. That's some strong feedback knowledge, real time. Yeah, real time knowledge, user data. Yeah. So okay, let's start uh, as we're as I'm getting the cigar out. Do you have a cutter? Mm-hmm. Do you have a cutter here? I, do. I would imagine you do. Um, as I'm getting this fired up, I have my first packing the my humidor correctly question. Mm-hmm. Do you put the bevita packs on the bottom like this, and then put everything down, or do you put? <sighs> Foam and all the cigars and everything, and put your Bavita packs up on the top or on the sides. Um, I'm constantly rotating mine. Okay. Um, now you understand that there's foam, there's foam in these, uh, yeah, foam in there. Doesn't have to be correct. You could just put them in there, right? As and, I, you know, I had one or yeah. two trays mm-hmm. earlier, but. What do you now, now? Me personally, I find I don't know. Other people say, "Oh, you know, I don't really notice the difference or whatever." But I notice that the foam um, blocks or directs some of the humidity, or it. I don't know. I, I I just have problems with it. So me personally, I kind of put one, two, or three humidity packs in. One on one side, one on the opposing side, whether that's front to back, side to side. Okay. Also one in the bottom and one on the top. That's what I do, you know, especially when we start with a 50-count carrying case. And this is the the normal, uh, everyone has seen it. Zycar, it's black. Yeah. Zycar. Pelican um, case. Pelican, kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. So and It's great. Mm-hmm. I have I've had no complaints. I feel it keeps my cigars good. Mm-hmm. You know exactly how I like them. I like them just a little squeezier, squishier than most people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's just per- personal preference. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I should do you know one up on each side like this and one on the bottom for now. And if I get another humidity yeah. pack to throw it up at the top. But you've kept yours in the bottom. I've had one in the bottom mm-hmm. and two up top. Okay. But yeah. I don't. I don't know. I've never. Yeah. I've never had anybody to ask. But you've also. But you've also not had had any problems. Never had a problem. Never had any. Problems. 
and I'm I'm pretty good about getting new um Bovitas. Getting yeah. new Bovitas every couple months. You see me, I'm yeah. here. I I'm here. You know exactly how often I buy them. Um, so, when you listen to the cigar that was in here, uh-huh. because now the other thing we should we should explain is I use the travel humidor exclusively. I'm not using it just for travel, like some people, right, gotcha. who have regular humidors at home. I use this exclusively. Mm-hmm. So you just we just I just lit up a cigar from it. You just pulled out a cigar from it. Mm-hmm. You listened to it like you do. You turned it around around your ear. Yeah. Did you hear what you were supposed to hear? Does it sound yeah. good? Yeah, I mean it doesn't. You know, I mean. You're going to hear some movement yeah, or something. Course. But if you hear, a, and that's just the way I do it. There's other ways to find out. But if I hear a lot of crackling, you know, it's, it's dry. But this is, like, perfect. I mean, this is. I try. You know, I don't hear, I don't hear anything. Yeah. You know, just I like, a little but bit of again, friction. Again, I like to keep it a little moister than most people. Mm-hmm. Um, did yeah. I not get I think, I think that. Um, oh, right here. I think that, uh, it, you know, people try and do different things. You know, me, when I smoke cigars, I like them just a tad, you know, I'll take a cigar if I'm going to smoke it, and if it's well humidified and everything, yeah. I'll take it and I'll leave it out for just a little while before I smoke it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you seen know. you do this, yeah. and I, I, I've seen other people do it, too. I don't mean to yeah. say, like, I just, oh, you're weird. <laughs> um, but I've definitely seen you do this. I just like it a little, just a little These, these guys are my favorite. This is awesome. No, it's uh, a great I, cigar. I, we'll talk about it. You'll, we'll, you'll talk about it. All right, yeah. so so now that I have the, um, now that I have the Bovita packs where they should be, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm taking it, this one's getting hard, so I'm taking it off. Yeah. I, I'm putting my first tray down of cigars. These are good ones. Oh, yeah. Right? So I, am I right to put the good ones on the bottom? Or does it not? That doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Okay. It but shouldn't. I'm accessing them the least frequently. Yes. You know, so yeah. that's that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. This tray is, um, I have, let's see. I have two of the 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 long the the partiga. Uh, I forget what it's called. The long the big partiga, yes. right? Uh-huh. The long but small gauge one. Correct. Um, straight from straight from Havana, Havana. Like, like a Churchill. And yeah. then I have the rest of that that box that Sven brought Sven, from yeah. France. The of, Very of, nice. of Cubans of of Monte, Monte Cristos. Yeah. All right. So they're all in there. All right. Um, and now, do I have to worry about like? Over packing, packing like I don't want anything to squish or anything, right? Yeah, if you have to sit on the case in order to close it, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> well, the foam <laughs> squeezes yeah. well. It does. Know? Yeah, you end up with a, some box presses there. All right, let's see yeah. what's in this next tray I'm putting down. And on the I next layer, two of the old. Um, do you remember when? When God, this was maybe. Five years ago, I bought a box of these Placencia um, oh, yeah. Alma yeah. that has the wild shape. It's like a torpedo on one end and yeah. like a weird hexagon torpedo on the other. Mm-hmm. These are the last two from that box. It's such a heavy cigar that it's like it's got a specific context where yes. it's perfect. And I'm not in that context often <laughs> enough. But it's like an evening cigar. It's with a cup of coffee after dinner, all that. But when you do, you got it. Do you need a lighter? Here you go. I got one right here. Oh, you got one right there. Um, next, I'm going to put down an empty tray. I have an empty foam tray to put down. 
because I have two boxes I want to add to this box. We're going to run it out of room already. <laughs> but the other box I brought back from um, that I brought back from Miami when I was there. Uh-huh. I went back to, shit, I can't remember the name of that cigar lounge. It's right by the basketball stadium. It's around the corner from the American, well, it used to be American Airlines. Now it has a new name, something crypto thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had gone there a while ago for uh, an event that Patuaje was doing the weekend that Dwayne Wade's uh, number got retired. Mm-hmm. And um, I had gotten this box and I brought it back and we smoked those cigars and we gave it a. Uh, an ashy. It was the um, the Tatuaje Miami 10, whatever that 10 anniversary is. Do you mm-hmm. something I can break this this seal with? I guess I have keys. And so I went back and I was like, hey, man, do you have another box of those? Because those were awesome. We gave him an award. And he's like, dude, I don't think so, man. Let's check over in this Tatuaje cabinet I got. And in the back, he found one last little box of 10 of them. Here, I got keys. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, 10 of the Bellicoso Fino size. Mm-hmm. And so I need to take that out the box. Because the boxes in the bottom were taking up a lot of space. It takes up a little, yeah. And it doesn't give at all. So free up a little bit of space for you to yeah. get them all uh, lined up on your foam inserts. Yeah. So... Well, I, at some point, we're going to have more cigars than foam insert trays, so that's for sure. There is that. So that's a thing. Yeah. A little cedar in there. Boom. The 15. These are the Tatuaje. Tatuaje 15. Miami. These are great. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. That's perfect. That's exactly one level. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> so if you were wondering, on the 50 count, there's 15 cigar inserts for the, uh, for the... It's 10 spot, 10 per row, right? 10? And we're at 30 already. Okay. We got way more cigars to add yeah. here. So that's, this is where we get to the point where you have to make the decision. At what point do I start stop using the trays and start just yeah. stacking them on top of there in order to save, right, right. save space? Well, I mean, because you're going to... Yeah. But oh really. And all these. Wow. Well, that decision might have came might be a little before this one. So actually. let's take this tray out. But then you gotta understand that it might not be easy to uh lift that top tray out. You might have to lift, lift up on it. That top tray. What do you mean? Uh, so you were saying about those uh Cuban uh that are on the bottom? Yeah. Because if you got, you know, 30, 40 cigars on top. Yeah. I'd have to kind of dig it out. Yeah. Okay. I see what bit. you're saying. Yeah, but, but that's okay. I mean, okay. there's so many times. Now, this box, we're, we're not going to just mention on, out loud because okay. we're going to smoke this, these at a certain date down the road mm-hmm. on, a, on a future podcast. We got to add all these guys. This is awesome. Get those loaded. I'm ready for, I'm ready for this road trip. <laughs> I'm going to be gone for like two and a half, three weeks. I'm driving to New York and back. Uh-huh. And um, I'll be running around a lot even when I'm on the East Coast. 
Mm-hmm. And I suspect I'm going to smoke a lot of cigars on the drive. Because that's kind of how I road trip. I, I'll, you know, I'll get up, I'll get a little work done, I'll have a little breakfast, I'll hop in mm-hmm. the car with a cup of coffee, and, you know, at some point in the early afternoon, I'll light up my first cigar. Mm-hmm. Three cigars later, I'll look for a hotel. You know? <laughs> it's, it's just how I roll. So those are all in, and there's mm-hmm. 20 of those, and then we got some random stuff here. We have these unbanded cigars that mm-hmm. you gave me to put in here to take up space and to 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 to, to mix yeah. right to blend uh to I, lock trading company uh yeah farm rolled I got cigars. some different CAOs I got like this is the Brasilia mm-hmm. right the Amazonia yeah. yeah the Consigliere yeah. um a couple of those uh I'm I'm doing pretty good I got a lot of yeah. good cigars and then I got some cigars that I just like a lot to smoke yeah. Then I got my little thing. How do I know if this is accurate? What is this called, by the way? Hydrometer. Hydrometer. Yeah, How yeah. do I test its accuracy? Uh, you'd put it in a Ziploc bag with a bovita of a specific uh, number. Oh, and see if it hits that number. And if it hits and stays at that number, it's Noted. accurate. Okay, uh-huh. I could do yeah. that. Yeah. And then I'm just going to not put this last foam thing in here because there's just no room. Gotcha. And I'm ready to run. hopefully you don't get an itch for a Cuban, which is all the way at the bottom. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I might, (laughs) but um, those are kind of special occasion cigars, you know, so it's, it's okay to kind of hide those, you know, it's if in the right company, right, right, you know, you pull, pull them out. Exactly. It's not an everyday smoke. But you got a two, three week road trip. So you, you'll probably hit, hit clay dirt after a while and get closer down to Maybe, that area. But I think I'll also, I, so at certain points along the way, I'll be getting more cigars. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, my first stop is Omaha Council Bluffs, and I love that little, there's a great little cigar lounge in Omaha, mm-hmm. um, and they got some cool stuff that I don't really see in other places. Yeah, they have um, a couple of nice lounges in uh, Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska takes its cigars seriously. You know? mm-hmm. And then um, I'm actually going to be near Chicago for a night, um, mm-hmm. visiting with some people, um, St. Charles to be okay. specific, so west, uh, west, west of Northwest, Chicago. yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I'm going to be on Long Island for a few weeks. There, it's not close. I'd be lying if I said it was close. Mm-hmm. But there's a great, like, absolutely perfect cigar lounge. If they had alcohol, but they don't have a liquor license, mm. but it's just charming, you know, setting, great humidor selection, mm-hmm. um, and it's probably eh, probably about thirty minutes, twenty five thirty minutes from from my where the family is. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll probably hit up there in the afternoon, just you know, get away from my grandmother every once in a while, and yeah. I'll probably you know, so I'll grab a couple cigars and as uh, along the way. Nice, nice. No, it's a, it's a. Uh, I would say. You definitely hit the 50 mark, probably a good 60 or so cigars that you got there uh, for a road trip. So, And if I had to reorganize, I think, so it's a 50-pack box, again, mm-hmm. with the foam. But I think I could put 120 cigars in here easily if I just took all the foam out and I just lined yeah. it up nice and yeah. I really packed it up nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that would be a fun road trip, too. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I've been very happy with this, man. I, yeah. re- I like it. Now, I'm, you know, I'm different than most people. I don't have a home. I live in a trailer. 
Mm-hmm. I live, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a mobile person, you know? Mm-hmm. And so because of that, going with the plastic, you know, what if I'm, I'm hauling the trailer and it's, mm-hmm. you know, bounces off something, some, you, you know, go. it's just right. durable. Right. And, and I don't want to break uh, some nice piece of wood. Right. Um, I am curious about those transparent plastic humidors uh-huh. because if they're strong, if they're like high impact plastic and durable, I could do something like that in the trailer. But I worry about a wood humidor mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you just get knocked off of something, you know, and things move around when I'm towing the trailer. Right, right. I I would definitely say this is way more durable than it. Bas- it's basically a plexiglass thing. It, it can crack. Okay. Definitely okay. crack. But okay. uh, are you taking a trailer with you? Not this trip. Oh, okay. No, I'm leaving it here because I'm just going to the farm. Like, you know, I'm just gotcha. going to the family, okay. like to the the crib. Mm-hmm. So, um, it just didn't. There was no need. You know, okay. um, I would literally just be hauling it to haul it, not mm-hmm. because I would be staying in it. You know, um, so but then I'll come back in a couple weeks and I'll be back for I think I think all this kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. But I'll come back for the rest of the summer, and then I'll haul the trailer down to Florida for the winter, because I'm, I'm heading out to Miami for mm-hmm. the winter. So, um, I will be hauling the trailer that way, but yeah. not. I'm yeah. not taking it on this trip. Nice. Well, yeah, no, that's definitely a good option for those. And there's, there's, I know a definite group of of, of people that I know that that's you know. They're about that life. They're, that's what they do. They RV park to RV park to RV park. Yeah. They that's what that's, that's what travel what 90% of their life, and they're in that spread right now. So they've gotten uh, a big RV, and uh, that's what they do. And they pull a car behind them, and I that's, love that that's shit, what they do. Dude. And yeah. I know it's for old men, old people and shit, and I'm young still, kind of. Mm-hmm. But um, this is... This is the life I've been working on getting to for a long, long time. Mm. And um, it was supposed to start two years ago or a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And for various reasons, the big one being a global health pandemic, but mm-hmm. others too, you know, it's not just that. Um, you know, I was almost there. It was within grasp. Then I hit pause, you know, and I had to hit pause and like stick around here and just stay still for a while. Um, yeah, well, there's a lot of people they've, Paused, you know, a lot of things. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> so there's a lot of people that are a year behind on their five year plan, if you will. Exactly, and, and that's exactly the 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 position I found myself in. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's time to reacquaint myself with that desired plan and get back on yeah. on it. You know, and you know, cigars is a great. I, I mean, I have not. I. I would say prior to 2008, 2008 is when I started smoking cigars. Prior to 2008 is when I did, I can't calculate the thousands and thousands of miles that I've driven all over just, you know, and, you know, I enjoyed it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. me too. I think maybe now because there's a lot of responsibility and stuff, you know, I probably, you know, um, I would enjoy it if I didn't have so much going on. Right. But um, cigars would definitely be a part of that experience. All those years I spent driving from town to town DJing, mm-hmm. I didn't. I I wasn't smoking cigars then. You know what I mean? I didn't really really grasp it. You know, mm-hmm. but um, that was my favorite part of DJing. 
was the traveling, right? Like I've always loved traveling. Traveling's always been one of my passions. I get it from my mom. Um, she, she, I should say she instilled it in me. Like she made sure I was always open for adventure, right? Like mm-hmm. and good parenting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to stop doing that. Like I want to continue to do that. And uh, you know, I've, I've I've been working on creating a life that enables that. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Absolutely. Um, uh, but you're right. The cigars make the drive a lot more fun, or a lot more bearable, or whatever. You know, um, <laughs> enjoyable, enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I like it. I, I stockpile some podcasts I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, episodes of podcasts I like, and I mm-hmm. hit the road. You know. Like, I stopped listening to the Crime and Sports podcast, like, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. just so that when I get in the car on Saturday, I'll have, like, four episodes lined yeah, up, exactly. you know, and I can, because that's the best. I still, still, to, yeah. to, that's the absolute most, um, most entertaining podcast on in the podcast sphere in my book. I love mm-hmm. that thing. Their, their podcast is way better than ours, Neil. There's that. <laughs> uh, but while they've seen that you're going to New York. Yeah. While you're up there, maybe you can stop by uh, Madison Square Garden and check out the Knicks. Hmm. You know, I should look into ticks. I bet you I could get them. I want to go to Belmont next Saturday, mm-hmm. which is in New York. Um, I tried to get Jimmy Trifecta to fly up and meet me, but is <laughs> uh, yeah, he can't go. For, um, mm-hmm. But uh, that's a good idea. That'd be fun. I would like to go to a Knicks game. They are... They had their their best player played his absolute worst game of the year, and they only lost by two points. So yes, they might be down 0-1 in the series, but they could easily win that series. Oh yeah, they could easily oh, yeah. win that series. Yeah. Uh, did you? Was there a game this week? A uh, weekend, I should say, because we're already a, at least one game in on each series. A, a couple teams played last night, so a couple. There's two two games in for a few of them, exactly. mostly one. Your Nuggets being one. My Nuggets, that's right. My Nuggets. Uh, I knew they'd bounce back and play yeah. well. You know, they really did. It, it was scary. Uh, Damian Lillard put a little scare because he just—he's incredible. He just kept. Oh my gosh! I was like, what was it? Six in a row. He just came down and drained at least five or six in a row. And I'm like, uh oh, that's a problem. If he keeps doing that all night, there's going to be a real problem. I don't care who's on the floor. Dude, Dame time is a thing. Yeah. When he hits that groove, oh boy. Does that make an argument for after seeing did you see the game? Yeah. Yeah. Is that does that make an argument for who would you prefer, him, Kyrie Irvin, or Steph Curry, if you were building a team? So now a, I know you're supposed to factor in the other players on the team. You're yeah. right. Like there's other there's mm-hmm. other you know, who does he pair well with and all that. Yeah. But I if if that's the decision I'm making, first off, I'm a lucky guy. Mm-hmm. Right. If I if oh god, I have to have one of these three. Yeah. Right. They're yeah, all incredible. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, They're all incredible. Yeah. But um, you know, all things all things being equal, I'm probably starting from a position where I go Dame Steph, then Kyrie, you mm-hmm. know, in my mind. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I could eat I those are interchangeable based on mm-hmm. the other other people on the Correct. team. Right, if all I have are tall ass fucking guys that rebound and get mm-hmm. second chance points, then you go with Dame or Dame or Steph. And mm-hmm. then but if you have a bunch of other guys that can facilitate also and play mm-hmm. and like really work the ball around, 
you get great passers, put them around Kyrie Irving, and you just watch the ball, just like around, you know, yeah. move around and mm -hmm. find an open guy, you know. So it just it's all about matchup or uh, uh, pairing, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if there was a if there was a question about you know da Damian Lillard being in the top three of guards in the, I, oh. I, I would say. None whatsoever. Yeah. First ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, when he was there with Aldridge, and I know you, you're not a big Aldridge fan, but when they were there together, I was like, wow, this team is just a couple of years away, a few years away. From it was always a year away from being a year away. Yeah. You know, I, like, I, I just felt like LaMarcus Aldridge was un, what's the word I'm looking for? It's unfulfilled potential. Mm. You know, that's how I've always felt about him. I just felt that he should have been so much more impactful on the NBA scene. Mm. And it, it could have been situational. You know, the ball mm. had to be in Dame's hands too much. Mm -hmm. And it, he never got the chance to get off. Right. Or, you know, once he went down to San Antonio, it was the system down there. And nobody really gets to shine. Whatever. I, I mean... If you're a superstar, it's evident. Right. You know, and you right. shouldn't have to be in the right situation. Any situation should be the right situation. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the case with Lamarcus Aldridge. And I just I I liked his game and I thought he would have more of a more of a boom, more of a make make more of a splash. Yeah. I mean, uh Giannis, he definitely made that known. I mean, they oh my gosh. They beat the Miami Heat. I like the Silly. Heat, man. I like Butler. Yeah. I like that team. I like everything that's going on down there in that organization. I really mm -hmm. do. This might be a four-game series. Milwaukee, mad about last year, yeah. and they're a better team than they were last yes. year. You know, yeah. and yeah. that's that's tough to beat. You know, that's just tough yeah. to beat, man. Yeah. When you got a, a, a team that's improved, and they've been, the whole time they've been improving, they've been thinking about you. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. You're fucked, man. Right. It's a rocky situation. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's trying to think about you. That's right. So, you know, you, you think about uh, so they they're two and oh uh the uh, Bucks over um uh Miami. The uh Nuggets have split theirs. Yeah. Uh, There's LA. the Nets. The Nets are up one nothing. They're about to start in a in uh -huh. after we're done with this podcast, so I'm yeah. sure we'll turn it on. Um, Suns are up one on LA. Yeah, was that surprising to you? No, no, no. I, 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 I stand by. I believe the Suns are going to come out of the West. They're about to play the second game of that series, and I think I suspect the Lakers win Game Two, but the Suns still win that series. Yeah. And if you, I hope you're right about the Suns coming out the West, but um, man, Chris Paul and injuries in the playoffs. It's yeah. it's just a sad, sad trend. And hopefully, what happened when he he, he left the court came back later in the game. But mm -hmm. um, hopefully, it doesn't linger throughout the playoffs. You know, right, because right. he's really got those young kids playing well. Man, that's mm -hmm. a really a good team right now. And in Utah, what's up there, man? They got smoked. Memphis is just hot right now. Right, right. They've been rolling. They've won like I don't know eight of nine or nine of ten games, mm -hmm. and they're not scared of anybody. No. And I'll be honest. Yes, John Morant's phenomenal, mm -hmm. but 
The secret there, Valanchunas is not stopping Gobert or Rudy Gobert, mm-hmm. but he's his Valanchunas's impact is balancing out Gobert's impact. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a two way thing. You know, he slows down Neutral. Gobert a little bit, plus he has an offensive impact, yeah. and they they're kind of a wash. Yep. And so because of that, the Donovan Mitchell injury is even more of a problem right. for Utah. And if he doesn't get back on that court, <laughs> Memphis is going to win this. Yeah. Win this. Well, I'm sure they thought that, oh, we won't even need Donovan yeah. Mitchell for this. And, and they're oh, wrong. Oh, you need him. <laughs> <laughs> you need him. You do need him. Yeah. It, um, there's a kid on, uh, what's his name? Something Brooks on the, uh, on the, uh, the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. He's just fun to watch, man. Both sides of the court. He's out there. He gets that. He he has to work harder than everybody else to stay in the NBA, and it's gotten to the point where he's just become irrational confidence guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's just out there like, got it. I'll take the shot. You know, right, and he, right. he's he's hustling on defense and playing really well. It's really, mm-hmm. you know, Memphis is is fun to watch. John Morant looks like he can dunk from anywhere on the floor. You know, he, he needs maybe a step and a half from the <laughs> half court line, and he can take off. He's incredible, man, how he flies. He really flies. Oh, yeah. He's oh, not yeah. even very big. Mm-hmm. You know what he reminds me of? He's, I mean, obviously he's longer than AI. But you know where, who he reminds me of? Is young D-Wade. When D-Wade used to always go to the rim and hit the ground a lot and get fouled and get, you know, get, go on the line a lot, mm-hmm. John Morant reminds me of a young D-Wade a lot, man. A lot, a lot. And you know what? He D Wade, a big center, and a whole bunch of role players. That formula worked. Yeah. Maybe John Moran and and Valanciunas and a bunch of role players can get through the East. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, sorry. Get through the West. Pardon me. I mean, yeah. You know, maybe they can. Maybe they. You know. Um, you know what you hope is that they don't. You know, because you can, your youth and, I, I don't say this negatively, but your ignorance. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, well, if you don't know anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't you, know you're, you're supposed to lose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And if you, have, if you don't know and you are uh, playing teams above, you know, above where you would think that they'd be able to, to play them, hey, Ride that as long as you can, and hopefully they don't walk on the floor one day and get, you know, reality shock yeah. and then start playing a little bit more rigid. Yeah. You know, I would say that out of all the teams in the playoffs, that um, Memphis is one of those teams that have the least to, to lose. Right. Nothing to lose. Right. This is all house money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're all this is all just confidence building for uh, you know the the main crux of your squad going forward. Right. Um Yeah, and when you got nothing to lose, you're dangerous. Correct. You can take anybody out. So they Correct. could they could definitely beat Utah. Then we're missing we we didn't there was something we didn't bring Oh, the Sixers. Sixers yeah. and Celtics. Is it Sixers Celtics? Sixers? Uh um, why am I blanking? Sixers are playing the 
Uh, the Sixers are playing. Um, yeah, the Sixers and the Celtics. The Celtics, I believe. I I can't imagine the six the Celtics Wizards. Wizards Sixers are playing the Wizards. Yeah, the Celtics are playing the Nets. Correct. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I suspect the Wizards get a game or two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe that series goes six. Yeah. But I like Russell Westbrook more than most people, so maybe I'm biased. Um, and then that Nets Celtics series, pretty sure yeah. the Nets will sweep. I mean, the Celtics without Brown, they're um, they just don't have the the formula doesn't work, you know. Right, right, right. Um, Although they do, Tatum and Tatum and Kemba Walker is a pretty nasty one-two punch. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot of teams that have um, that have that are missing some missing some key pieces. Yeah, Jamal Murray ain't around you know? for the Nuggets. I mean, so, um, so yeah, I mean, but you know, teams like hey, that's what you have to do. You have to have to work with that you know well uh, that's why it's about depth and it's about mm-hmm. weapon acquisition you know and having as having a d having a bunch of players you know mm-hmm. that's why the nets roster is brilliant because if they have an all-star out mm-hmm. they still have like six former all-stars or whatever right. you know so the only team at the moment that you brought up looking for Diamonds in the rough here. So you're saying that even though Atlanta is a game up on New York, New York could. I suspect that the win, Knicks will still win that series. Will still win yeah. that one. because I don't ever think we'll see Julius Randle have that bad a game again. You know mm-hmm. he's so good. He's so good. You yeah. know. I mean, I checked today for tonight's game, and the Lakers are 1.5 favorites over. I bet. Uh, yeah. I bet the Lakers to Lakers, cover. Yeah. Now, everybody I've talked to today says I'm crazy for betting the Lakers, mm-hmm. that the Suns are just going to steamroll. But I don't see the Lakers getting swept. I mean, maybe the Suns no. win, but I don't see them getting swept. No, no. And coming off that first game lost, you know. Plus, if Chris Paul's slow to step from that injury, you know, uh, right, right. you know, maybe he just needs an extra day to get, you know, back to 100, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just... It just seemed to me like you got to be careful with that one, and it seems to me like the Lakers aren't. You know, they're going to win one or two. So, yeah. So you would think that if there's any game that they're going to win, it's going to be. Yeah. And if exactly. they don't win this one, then they're in real trouble. Then they're in real trouble. <laughs> You're absolutely right. They're in real trouble, and 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 then I'll bet the Suns every game for the rest of the series. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's always... and possibly even getting swept. Um, there's no chance if that happens, I would just be in awe. There's just no chance. The yeah, I don't, I don't see that either now. I don't see that. Um, we didn't even talk about the Clippers. Yeah. The Clippers are, um, on top of Dallas. One game. Are they one, one? No, the Dallas won the first game. No, I'm sorry. Dallas is, it was one game on top of the Clippers. So they play tonight too. Mm Mm-hmm. I imagine the Clippers equalize it. They're a good team. They're, I don't again, even if even if Dallas gets through, they're mm-hmm. they're not going to sweep the Clippers. You know, yeah, yeah. Because um, they beat them last year, right? Didn't the Clippers start out with Dallas? 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because that's when, uh, yeah, Luca just said, oh, my gosh. What a shot. shot. Yeah, that was incredible, (laughs) man. That was the best shot of the bubble and one of the best shots in the history of the league. You know, the, the best one, though, was two years ago. When Dame Lillard hit that yeah. shot against mm-hmm. OKC, I was just in the like logo, yeah. waving, <laughs> you know, see ya, see ya, mm-hmm. go get home safe, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was great. Yeah, and that shot LeBron hit in the playing game against the Warriors the other mm-hmm. night is like one of the uh, 50, 20 yeah. or fifty yeah. greatest shots ever in the NBA. Yeah, he did the Steph Curry in Steph Curry's face. Yeah, you know? yeah, he did <laughs> to he win did. the game. He did. I, I think there was a point in time in that game that they just felt they had it. Yes. That they just felt. And I definitely think there was a point in the game on Friday that they, it seems like at certain parts, they just kind of feel they have that championship, you know, uh, DNA. And I think at certain times, you know, they, uh, they think, you know, oh, this is supposed to happen. Oh, we'll just turn it on. Yeah, and this it's is hard. supposed to happen. And it doesn't happen well, because got... the other team isn't going to lay down and let that happen. Also, you know, you're not at 100%. Your two biggest players have spent significant time off the court this year. Yeah. Um, and since you I... won a championship, two other significant players are not there. Yeah, that's Durant true. Durant and uh, Iguodala. With a num- number of other players, but yeah. Yeah, and Livingston and a bunch of other guys. The mm-hmm. thing with, uh, it just demonstrates that they just don't have the the depth, exactly what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to survive an injury to one of your stars, right? right? And they were not able to survive the injury to Clay mm-hmm. this year. They just don't have the team they used to have. They don't have the depth. They don't have the savvy right. veteran play off the bench. They just don't, they're not. They're not a championship team anymore. Now, Steph is still a championship player, right? And he's, you know, uh, <laughs> amazing, you know? <laughs> but they don't have – they're not a championship team. Mm-hmm. The Lakers on the flip side, that's a championship roster, mm-hmm. but they've had two horrible injuries. They're not – you're just not healthy. There's mm-hmm. not 100%. It's like the Nuggets. We have a championship roster. We just don't have a healthy Murray. Right. And that hurts. Yeah. And we're talking about teams that might be on the losing side on after game one, but uh, might be coming up. So since since we brought up that last um, uh, series, uh, the Clippers are, you know, zero and one. Dallas is one and zero. Clippers being the fourth seed, Dallas yeah. being the fifth seed. Do you see the Clippers bouncing back and taking over that Probably. series? I, I don't know about taking over the series. I see them tying up the series. That could be. That's a. Sorry, I'm not even talking into the mic. <laughs> I see them tying up the series. That's, but I think that's a six or a seven game series. Yeah. Like that's not yeah. nobody's sweeping anybody there. No. Those two teams after last year, there's probably a little bit of a bad taste towards one another. Like they're probably ready to go. Mm-hmm. I remember last year when they played. There was part of the reason Luca was so animated and excited when he hit that shot was there was a lot of hard fouls that weren't always called in mm-hmm. that. And and there was some shit. And I understand they have a different coach now, and I understand there's some different players, but there were some hard fouls on Luka with the understanding that he is the crux of this team. You know, and if, right. if you take Luka out, you take it. Now, the Clippers still won that, you know, won that series last year. Mm-hmm. But it went way longer than the Clippers thought it would. They, were, they felt the threat. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm sure Luca would love to go get them. But the Clippers, right? The Clippers beat Dallas and then they lost to the Nuggets last year. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. We and we thumped them in like five too. Didn't we lose game one and beat them in five? Or I the, think so. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I, I think five. I think four, we yeah. lost the first game and then won the next four. Yeah. If something I remember like, correctly. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Because they're oh, in fact, I know that's the case because I think they're on a five-game playoff losing streak right now. Yeah, because they they because they, of that because of the first one this game. But uh, you look at the matchups. The only possible sweep scenario that I see that might happen is not even in the West. I mean, uh, obviously Utah, Memphis. That's going to go. Yeah, that's going to go deep. Uh, the Lakers, uh, I'm sorry, the Clippers, Dallas, that's all, you know, that's going to go deep. Denver, Portland, that's going to be a battle. Yeah. Game seven battle. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix uh, and, and the Lakers, that's going to be a, you know, that's going to go deep. Um, I think Philly and Washington is going to go deep, you know, five, maybe four um, um, game series. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks in Atlanta. That's definitely um, that's the one out of all games that we pick uh, uh, where the Knicks will probably win the series, even though they're down 1-0. Uh, Milwaukee, Miami. I just don't see Miami allowing a sweep. You know, no, but I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they and they they could try not to allow as much as they want. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know that that that. The, the, that and the Brooklyn Boston, those are the only two I could possibly see a, a sweep scenario. Seems to me like Milwaukee's been flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. All this attention on the Nets, mm-hmm. all this attention on the Sixers. Right. And Giannis is like, hey, I've been the MVP twice. Right. You know right. what I haven't done? Got to the finals. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> if he can rally those troops, you know, they're all healthy. They're all healthy. They're all playing well. If they use this Heat series as a tune-up, mm-hmm. oh boy, man, watch out for Milwaukee. Yeah, but they got to here's Brooklyn. So. Hard, God, Brooklyn. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's gonna be hard. Matter of fact, that might be one of the only teams. The only teams. I mean, you might have, you know, Cinderella story, you know, New York Knicks comes out. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying, it, coming out of the East, you know, yeah. I, if Milwaukee gets past Brooklyn, if they do, mm-hmm. then it is going to be heck to pay when the Sixers meet them in the semifinals. Ooh, that, I, all three of those teams are good. Yeah. We we're not going to lose either way. You know, any series involving two of those three teams right. is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Man. Right. And that's two of, of the three. That's three of the favorites going into the uh, you know, into the not the semi, the uh, conference final. For sure. Uh But somebody else has to join them. There's four teams, right? Like there's some like the fact that either the Knicks or the Hawks are about to advance in the playoffs mm-hmm. is something I not I like I never would have expected going into this season. Mm-hmm. I would have told you both teams were going to be out the playoffs. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, and not only are they both in the playoffs, one of them's going to advance mm-hmm. by the nature of how it works. Mm-hmm. But still, you know. Yeah. Now, there's not there's neither of those teams, the Hawks nor the Knicks, do I think can win the next round. Uh, Because that'll be the Sixers or Washington. Well, likely the Sixers. Correct. So neither one I don't of those see will be either Sixers. of them winning a seven game series against the Sixers. And on the other side, you got uh, Milwaukee, Miami, and Brooklyn, Boston. Yeah, so Milwaukee, Brooklyn's like next week, baby. Yeah, that's gonna be wow. You're, you're kind of thinking that that's gonna happen, and that's gonna be the game because you ask you ask me, I think I don't think the Sixers. I just don't think. I, I know they're good and everything. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't think that they can beat either one of those. Well, players. they were good enough to set themselves up to have the cakewalk in the playoffs, baby. Correct. You know, get to go watch. They get to they get to play Washington, which although they're good, yeah, they're not on the they're Sixers level. They're not going to beat Sixers. And then they get to play either the Knicks or the Hawks, which again, <laughs> they're good teams. Uh-huh. They're not on the same. Field. So they don't have to face a, the Nets or the Bucks until right. the the conference finals. Right. Whereas. Second round fireworks mm-hmm. for both the Bucks and the Nets because they got to play each other. Yeah. Right. And that's going to be, that could prove to be the most exciting series of yeah. the playoffs. Um, the two teams, there's no love lost. They they match up well. They both got a bunch of stars. Uh, but yeah, it's just going to be hard to beat the Nets in the East. And then you look at uh, over in the West, you got uh, on the bottom half Denver, Portland, and then Phoenix, LA. I mean, Tough draw for the Denver Portland Denver Nuggets. <laughs> I think no matter yeah. what, all three of those teams are tough, right? Yeah. It's like we're all gonna have four, our handful, yeah. handful all four for that. Well, I mean, LA is have, still defended. The point is, we're Champions. gonna have our handful, hands full for the Nuggets mm-hmm. to have their hands Go full ahead. with the Blazers. Uh-huh. And their reward is, hey, either play the Suns or the Lakers. Yeah, you know, the way, yeah. jeez, like, dude. <laughs> and then there's the Clippers in Dallas and Utah and Memphis. It's funny when you look at the West. There are no givens. I mean, we already advanced uh, the Sixers past uh, yeah. round one. And two. The conference finals. <laughs> uh, yeah. All the way. I mean, the semifinals yeah. all the way into uh, the conference finals. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's not one series. That's two series all the way in. And that's. Uh, that's and on know, the West, you're like, ooh, there's not they a single them. one. There's not a single one. That you could say, oh, yeah, they got that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they got that. And if you did, if you did think that about Utah, well, then Memphis is up on them 1-0. and Yeah. Uh, if you did think that about the Clippers, yeah. Dallas is up on them 1-0. If you thought that about... The fact that the Lakers might go out in the yeah. first round. Wow. thought that about the Lakers. Phoenix is up on them 1-0. Well, the Phoenix was the better team. So that yeah. we shouldn't act surprised, but everybody still wanted to say, oh, the Lakers get the easy route. Yeah. It's been the Suns. Yeah, so. yeah. And then what's the other one again? We're, we're missing one. Oh, uh, one. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, Dallas, Utah, Memphis. Utah, Memphis, and yeah. then our series. That's right. But Memphis is up on Utah, 1-0. Yeah. So. Nuggets Blazers tied at one, though. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. That's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. That's going to be a battle. All right, man. Let's, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. This Placencia Alma del Fuego Mm-hmm. The, you have the Concepcion, right? Mm-hmm. It in 2019, it was ranked number 13 by Cigar Aficionado and given a 93 rating. Mm-hmm. 
the cigar you're smoking. Mm-hmm. What's what kind of um, makes it special? I'm reading a little blurb on it. You know, um, it's it was created by Nestor Andres Placencia to emphasize Nicaraguan leaf from the volcanic island of Ometepe. It's the it's the third of the Alma series, and I think now we've had all three on the podcast, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm brand uh, supportive. Um, and one of the two binders is from that island, Ometepe, the volcanic island, mm-hmm. and um, and half the filler is as well. But what makes it unique is they take that Ometepe tobacco and they age it for seven years, mm-hmm. which is longer than the rest of the components in this blend. Um, and the whole thing, I mean, the whole idea is that, uh, then you have to age it well. This, this specific tobacco from this volcanic island and mm-hmm. the, the, you need to age longer in order to, uh, really make it usable and viable. Um, what do you think? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, in Spanish, um, Alma del Fuego means soul of fire. Fire. So this coming from the ashes or from that soil from the volcano is very fitting. That was perfect. I didn't uh, even put that together. That was really good. Yeah. It's fitting. It's one of the more fitting to the, and it's, it's a medium to full. Yeah. Has those earth tones and leather and espresso and spicy uh, yeah. uh, notes to it. There's you know? like a nuttiness too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A little it's, bit. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I dig it, man. Mm-hmm. I dig it. And there's a touch of there's a little touch of coffee in the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know, I love this cigar. Yeah, it's, it's this is a great cigar. It's a great now I'm, cigar. I'm having the smaller gauge, right? And mm-hmm. um, Lancero almost. Yeah, almost. And it is. It's, I mean, this is a perfect cigar, dude. Mm-hmm. I would, I could smoke this every day. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. I am getting, uh, it's just a just a touch of tingle on my tongue mm-hmm. afterwards, and um, I feel like when I take drags off of it, it's super clean and and unencumbered, and it burns really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to just in between drags, it seems to just slow down. It doesn't stay hot, you know. It's it seems to cool off a little. Which makes the next drag nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm really impressed with this. Yeah, I think out of all of the uh, Placencia, you know, brands, and you know, this is not a bash session, but a lot of people they come into the our humidor and they question. Maybe I shouldn't bring this up, but I will because that's who I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they question. You guys don't carry Liga Pravadas? And um, there's a lot of cigars that are in the range of Liga Pravada that I feel are better than the Liga Pravada. Sure. I love and the I number nine. Is... I love the Liga Pravada nine. Oh, like, no. It's a, it's a great cigar. cigar. It's, a great it's just cigar. that there's other cigars yeah. that price-wise, yeah. now price-wise, because they didn't start out as expensive, but the Liga Pravadas are definitely, I would say, um, a little bit more expensive than when than, they first dropped yeah. because of popularity. Yeah, I would say that too. I'm just saying that 
Um, this particular cigar, uh, def- this is almost half the cost of a Liga 9. Yeah. And there are other cigars. I mean, you got the Pledge. The Pledge is uh, the E.P. Carrillo that made uh, Cigar of the Year last year. That's a great cigar. Um, the... Uh, well, these we, are the the cigars that compare to this, uh-huh. or uh, 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 strength wise and and, yeah. and back and all that. Yeah, the yeah. Monte Cristo Espada Estoque, that's another one that I believe is in that range. So let me, uh, Placencia, mm-hmm. they seem to be. Correct me if I'm wrong. It seems to be like the cigar brand for so the cigar community. Like they're not super popular, mm-hmm. but like. Cigars, like like people that make cigars, uh-huh. they're all they smoke Placencias or their own. You know, uh-huh. like <laughs> the, the Placencia grows like a ton of the tobacco for other companies. Right. Um, right. They're they they put together a phenomenal finished product, and it's just not as doesn't have the spotlight that Ashton has or that certain mm-hmm. other brands have, even though they might make a better product yeah. than a lot of them. Nor do they have to, if you ask me, because... That's what makes them special. You're going to smoke their tobacco one way or the other. Oh, so they don't go, <laughs> The majority of tobacco in most humido- retail yeah. humidors come from the Placencia farm. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, they can be very choosy on how... Um, they go about putting their name on a cigar. Yeah. Well, they, I, I remember reading about this. The first time we had uh, Placencia on the podcast, mm-hmm. it was in like year one. You know, mm-hmm. it was one of our first couple pods, I think. We had this conversation where I, I, I looked into it. Placencia was growing tobacco for other people, and they tried to put out a cigar in like the late 80s or mm-hmm. early, early 90s, right at the beginning mm-hmm. of the, like the real boom. And... It didn't take off, even though apparently it was really well rated. You know, everybody liked the cigar. It just didn't take off, you know, commercially. Mm-hmm. And so they decided not to do this anymore. And then they kept selling, growing and selling tobacco to everybody else. And then the grandson showed up and was like, hey, let's take one more stab at this. Mm-hmm. And they walked through all the old stores of tobacco. Mm-hmm. And that's what birthed the... uh the Alma, uh, uh, well, the their dark first, one, the first, first one release, that we yeah. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, was is that that's just Alma Fuerte, the Fuerte, and they just it's they're just showing off like how good their tobacco is, how great their cigar making is, you know, like they really just like put together something special there, and it's launched this whole re rebirth of their brand name, you know. Oh yeah. No, it's a it's a great, great cigar. Yeah. Oh. All, right, All right. Well you're gonna be on the road next week. I'll be on the road. Uh, We're gonna do this via Zoom and it should uh, come out pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We've been discussing the process. I imagine we'll be talking basketball. Remember when we used to have uh Timmy Nebraska on in the playoffs mm-hmm. all the time? Yeah. We don't have him around because now he has his own podcast. Mm-hmm. And everybody should listen to that. Yeah. It comes out usually it comes out Friday mornings. Uh, it's called the Nebraska Hour, Thursday nights, but Friday mornings. Um, and uh, we'll be doing that one via Zoom too. I'll be I'll be holding that down. We'll record uh, not next week, but the following week we'll do some Bushwood episodes. We'll do that 
Well, it's it's you know it's time for us to embrace the technology. Mm-hmm. And you guys just wrapped up a couple of days ago the uh, podcast uh, for the PGA Championship. Yeah, yeah and Nick that was exciting. Nicholson, uh, pulled it off. It's exciting, man. Fifty years old. It's wild. Two years ago, after injuries and just plagued the end of his career, we never thought we'd see it again. And Tiger Woods came out of nowhere and won the Masters one more time, and it was just moving. It was special. Yeah. Phil Mickelson at this age, doing this and getting one more major and winning the PGA. On that it was on that same level. The fact that we had to see both of them do this. Get that late career major that is elusive and is exactly what guy has a lot of golfers hanging on trying to get. Right. You know, right. um, it's it was just really cool. It was really cool. the The course was uh, was stunning on television. It really looked like a challenge for the golfers, especially the last couple holes, mm-hmm. which is what made it so exciting. It's really a great tournament. Um, and I think the next one we're doing in two weeks is uh, Muirfield, which is in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Memorial Jack Nicholas uh, tournament and course. And um, there's always, it's the guy who wins. I mean, I'm making a generalization. Obviously, there's exceptions, but mm-hmm. it usually comes from a couple strokes back on Sunday, right? It's never the guy who's ahead who just runs away with it. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's something about this course. It makes it, uh, it, it, everybody's in it. Everybody's in it. And it makes for a great uh, viewing experience. So um, that should be really good. And um, and then like right away, two weeks after that, we have the, the, the British Open. Well, they don't call it that. They call it the Open. No. We call it the British Open because we have our own U.S. Open. Right. Right? But in Britain, they just call it the Open. And it's the special one, you know? But I forget what course. I think they're playing on one of the big ones. They're playing on one of, like, the meccas of golf this year. So that should be good. And then the U.S. Open, they're going back to the Torrey Pines in San Diego. Actually, that might be whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The order. I get confused of which one's which. But, all right. uh, Let's wrap it up. All right. Um... Am I forgetting anything? Are we forgetting anything? No, no. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good trip. Thanks. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. Bet Your Ash is recorded on the studio level of Capital Stars, 919 East Colfax at Denver, Colorado, the finest cigar lounge on the planet. And we'd like to use this opportunity at the end of every episode to say thank you to some very important people. Binsky, Tyler, Connor, Jimmy in Nebraska, Corey Collins, Casey O'Flynn. Thank you guys. And of course, extra special thank you goes out to all of you for listening. If it wasn't for your ears, what would you be doing here? Talk to you next week.